Oh man. Oh man. Well, everyone knows the type of night it was for St. Louis city SC, but welcome to ball watching somber edition. Just kidding. We're, we're going to have, we're going to have some fun on, on this one, but we are here. Ball watching is back for a recap of whatever you want to call what club America just did to us. Add in whatever synonym you'd like to use thrashing mauling decimation is a, is a favorite of mine. Do, do you have one, Justin? Like what's, what's a good one for you? Uh, they bent us over. Can we sit? Ah, okay. Uh, We're going R rated on this one. Uh, yeah. Okay. But not like the cuss word. So it, Got it. I have a lot of other words that uh, I'm just going to go with that one. Yeah. Okay. We're skating the borders there. Okay. I like it. Uh, but yes, it was a four O defeat for city at city park. And we become the first expansion team and the first team from the MLS eliminated from actually the first team just in the tournament eliminated from leagues cup. So it was a very, very quick in and out for us, as you can see in the title here, if you're listening on podcast or watching on YouTube, uh, we like to have some fun around here. So by the way, both those, we're going to start with this, Justin, if you're watching this on YouTube, Go ahead and go to the bottom left and hit that like button, that thumbs up button. If you're liking what you're seeing, you're liking what you're hearing. And on your podcast, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, go leave us a rating. Go leave us a five star if you're feeling nice and, and give us some feedback. We, we love to hear from you all. And uh, we're going to keep these going, the League's Cup. Don't you worry. We'll, we'll, we'll be circling around, I think, at least once a week to check in with you all. Uh, keep listeners happy, man. We're all about pleasing people here. So. Jake, that's actually a good point. We should do one of the uh, the listener question episodes again. Yeah, either we live or, or we can do, we can do it live, but we can have them send them in ahead of time. And just what do you guys want to talk about? We're well over halfway through the season now. It's going to be crunch time by the time we come back. I know we have a little down period here for twenty plus days, so we'll talk about some ideas. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Well, let's get into it, Justin. So, one word summaries from this one. I'm going to change mine. I know I have one on here, and I feel like I'm going to use this one. I am going to use the word yeesh. Uh, that was that was rough. That was rough to watch. We were pitch side for it on these incredible tickets that Justin hooked up. Justin, give us the thing really. Give us your your shout out really quick, because obviously Lexi just hooked it up for us. Absolutely, Lexi Rogers, a friend of mine. She works at City, and she gave us a call when we were up in Wisconsin, and was like, "Hey, hey got these tickets? Not half bad. All inclusive." And I was like, awesome. Like, where are they at? On the field, Jake. Like, we were literally five feet from the left of Club America's bench. Awesome. Just getting down there in the pitch club down there, all inclusive. We had a waiter, waitress. It was it was just a great night. So thank you very much, Lexi Rogers, for that. Absolutely. Shout out to Lexi. But yeesh on that result. Just a lot of quality coming from Club America. You know, it was actually fun to watch in terms of that sort of fluid style of a team that just could pick you apart like that. Didn't, you know, love being beat that bad. But they played a really attractive brand of soccer, and that was fun to watch from a just a soccer fan perspective. Uh, obviously, not a city fan perspective. But Justin, how do you feel about this one? Uh, so, one more quick shout out, real quick, to Jake uh, Jack, who called us out. He saw us sitting down there, and we walked over to him, talked to him a little bit. Loved the following, and he loved to give us a little quick little shout out. Took a selfie with him, and it's always good to talk to fans. So, if you guys see us out and about, either at the game, at the pitch, either out and about in St. Louis, I don't care if you see me at. Deerbergs, just say hi to us. We love talking mm-hmm. to you guys. Um, but my one word summary, Jake, was surreal in, in two ways. And I, I guess it could be used both ways because it f- didn't feel real. One, the atmosphere and like the whole thing with us being on the pitch and being right next to the players and getting a selfie with Leuven and all of that. That was awesome. Just completely surreal. And then also the game didn't feel very real just because we are the top of the table in the MLS and we just got absolutely dunced last night. We'll have highlights and lowlights we'll get into 
Not a whole lot of highlights. If you watch the recap, I rewatched the entire game and then I went to the recap. I'm like, oh, I wonder what they picked out. It was Celio's shot was our only highlight. Everything else was, oh, really? it was all four of their goals plus like three other chances they had. So uh, it just didn't feel real. That feels about right, though. I will say so. Let, let let's let's get into some of the highlights at least. I think the fans were a highlight last night. We talked about the in the preview, you know, eyes being on this match, not just city eyes, not just Club America eyes, but eyes of U.S. Soccer Federation. And I think we put on a good proof of concept last night that St. Louis can draw a you know a heavy American you know local crowd that is going to support the team that they're there for. So for our example. I could see us now being in the running to have more meaningful men's national team games and women's national team games, even though it's not as much a problem for the women, um, you know, to have them as a host uh, here in St. Louis because we show out for the teams. And there was definitely a good amount of yellow in the crowd. And I think a lot of that because it really just pops in, in terms of contrast from the city pink. But shout, shout out to the fans. I know it was a little bit of a pretty penny to get into the game, too, but uh, well, well supported despite the, the drubbing we took. And one more, so yeah, we talked about it. I mean, the yellow just pops. They, I mean, they traveled extremely well, and you saw the flares and the smoke and all of that. So it's just a good fan base for Club America. But I wanted to give another shout out real quick. I didn't even know if I told you this. I uh, met Diego Gigliani when we were down there. The new oh, president really? and GM shook his hand. It was his first home game as after being announced. So yeah, I'm really excited for him. Um, I think he's going to do great things coming over um, from the City Group from Manchester City. So excited for him and what he's going to bring to us. So um, getting into the actual highlights of the game. We did have one kind of early in the seventh minute. Uh, Hebert had a quick ball into Nico into the box. Nico's at the six and took a touch and then had the shot blocked. Nico kind of put his hands on his head. He thought he had it. So I thought he was going to score that one real quick. Josh Yarrow, 10th minute. Being very physical and good defending there. It's, we didn't see a lot of physicality. We talked about that with Nate Lucas on 590, the fan on high noon earlier today. It was like, it, it's tough with how quick those guys were that we really couldn't get a body on them. But Josh did do good uh, in the 10th minute there. Yeah, but we, we are glossing over the goals for now. We're talking highlights. We're talking positive, everyone. We didn't just skip over anything. Um, you know, I saw some good Berkey saves last night. He was called on a couple of times. The first one I captured here being in the 17th minute on a, on a chipped ball over the top. He made a good save, good strong save. We saw Indy have an absolute ripper uh, in the 21st. We I, I, It looks like a handball maybe from our angle, but you know, on replay, it, I think it was just fine. And I think that all stemmed from we had a great angle of it too, Justin. On our defensive third, Tim Parker, and I forget who it was for Club America, but it was one of those through balls, shoulder to shoulder. Parker's just huffing it down there, just moving the whole upper body and met and just collided. That dude bounced into the third row, and I think we won the throw, or it was just a throw. Big, big defensive play from Parker. You like to see it in a game, even though we did lose 4-0. Dude, it's kind of funny watching watching Parker that close. Quinones just glides, and then Parker is just a freight train. And you saw them collide, and we knew who was going to win that one. So I loved it by Parker there. Um, 38th minute, Lubin takes an absolute rip from 35, 40 yards, dude. Gets some good dip on it. Unfortunately, it goes right down the middle. But, I mean, if he gets a hold of those, I'll I, we've talked about it. I'll let him shoot from anywhere. I think he could put his laces through it. Absolutely. Um, and then just for halftime in the 43rd, AZ had a little layoff to end. He takes another ripper from just outside of 25, but it got blocked again. And when I say these blocks, like, it's not like he's trying to get it off a guy a yard away. Like, this thing has already traveled 10 yards, and it hits a guy. So these are good rips by Indy. These are leaving bruises. These are absolute missiles these guys are shooting, just because they are from such distance. But 
unfortunately, that was just kind of the theme of our offense for most of the, at least the first half and some of the second half as well. But getting into the second, subs, I would say at least one impactful sub last night for me was was Pompeo. And Celio was rolling. That dude came on, wanted to just mess some stuff up, man. I mean, the guy came in dribbling, 1v1, taking guys on, zero, zero fear of who these guys were. I don't even think he'd even heard of Club America before this game. The, the guy had – I just loved the composure. He came in just so confident, and I think one of his first touches was so positive, and he rips a shot. And it's like, that's the best look we've had all night, and you just got yeah, on I absolutely, and we had the great angle for that one too. That, I think it's uh, on the Instagram we just posted of the little girl that was next to us, the Club America family, who were absolutely awesome, by the way. Um, she had like the mask and the flag, and then I panned, and then I started the video. I'm like, oh, Celio's doing this, and I stopped the video. And that's when he takes guy one on one and rips it. And Celio, by far, is still my favorite player. I'm going to keep saying it until I speak it into existence. Celio, somehow, if you ever listen to this, we want you on. I think you have a great personality. I would love to talk some soccer with you. So, um, another good. A couple more good stuff for us before we get into the lowlights. Good build up in the 63rd. AZ finding some space, sprays out a ball wide to Celio again, who forces another shot and another big save for them. So I do think that he's a great spark plug. I think he came in. He came on right after that we went down 3-0. So that's a tough position for him. But, I mean, he absolutely gave us some life. 73rd minute, Stroud weaves through the defense, takes a left, left-footed shot from the top of the 18 that goes over the top. But – I like seeing him get chances. We already talked about it. We love betting on him to take some shots because you know he can get there. He's crafty enough to get it off. And then in the 82nd minute, Leuven had a missile off of the goalie's chest. We talked about that with Nate, too. That was a rocket. I loved it just because I was a goalie in the past life. But it definitely had some movement on it, and that goalie just ate it he, he has no idea where that ball was going and just put his he basically pulled the catcher like a baseball catcher move and just yeah. took it off the chest just keep yeah. it in front of you I'll, anything I'll, you can do to keep that thing out i mean i'd be pooping my pants if Lou was taking a rip oh, on me so my god yeah i i feared for him i love he, the replay is even better man i, I want to put that back on loot but that's about where the highlights end for us because the stats don't paint any better of a picture a possession, exactly as the tale was told last night, we had about 40 to their 60. They had seven big chances. I don't think we've ever had more than like four or five in a game. That's impressive. Uh, they only missed three of those, obviously. So they put away all their big chances. Uh, I mean, not all of them, but all of their chances they scored were big chances. So great opportunities. They weren't just like super long ball shooting or, or set pieces. Um, Club America was just a good quality team front to back last night especially in attack they were just connected they their possession was always dangerous they weren't possessing meaninglessly they were always moving forward um advancing play they just looked like a team that had played together for so long and that had such good quality and carnell came out and said it too in the press conference last night shortly after he said it looked like they've been a team for 100 years and we were about seven months um, okay. which is you know basically what the story is i mean club america's been along for over a hundred years. And, you know, we are seven months into existing from a sporting perspective. So uh, tough, tough matchup for us. I, you know, it, it was some, it was a must win, but man, the odds were stacked against you when you're playing the biggest and, and, and most expensive team in North America. So we'll get into the low lights, but take that with a grain of salt, because I still don't think there's many scenarios or many teams in the MLS. And we'll see how this league cup progresses that would play this team at a very even keeled looking at what we looked at last night. 
That's what I was talking about, dude. I don't. I feel like people didn't really take this game and like didn't really think it was that much. Like it was one of the lower tickets, I think, prices at least to get in. I don't think people really understood. Like this is not just one of those in-season tournaments. This is a legit team, like one of the best teams in the continent, and they've been killing it recently and historically. So I don't really that, that one kind of threw me off. But I was looking at the stats, Jake. So the things that we let in, I love it. We did not miss any big chances. Because we didn't have it. So so that's a good – we led them in that. Uh-huh. Thinking ahead. We're playing chess, not checkers. Uh, block shots we had four. We had sh- six shots outside the box. I don't even think you want to be leading in that, in my opinion. And then we had four yellows again, which is – well, it's not going into the MLS regular season, so that's fine. But just – and the one thing that I did note on here that – and it seemed like while we were at the game, 22 total fouls in the game. They had 10 and we had 12. A lot of stoppages in this one. Yeah, there were. And I'm just going to take us – Take us where we don't want to go, but we have to go. Five minutes into a game, I don't care if you're playing Club America. I don't play. I don't care if you're playing the local college team. You cannot give up a goal. You, you just you cannot concede in five minutes. A five minute punch in the mouth is not a good way to start against a team that's known for their offensive prowess. And that's what we that's what we did exactly. We conceded in the fifth minute on a ball into Quinones, uh, who was a beast and just a a hassle last night for our center backs. Um, there was a little one-two right at the top of the 18. Guy spins off Parker. Great finish into the far post. Nothing Berkey can do about it. And that was just a reminder of where I, you know, how far I think we still need to go and the quality and the and the intricacies of build-up play that some of these teams have at their disposal that we do not. Uh, it was impressive and it was a way to start a game if you're Club America coming to St. Louis. It made me a little bit more sad, Jake, because it reminded me of of Nico and Klaus. Like the connection, the chemistry there, it was just a touch and turn and go. Yep, exactly. I miss it. We need it back. Because remember we were talking about it? They did third grade together when Klaus was uh, like 1904. Yep. Um, yeah. But the other thing I will say, especially at home, we cannot give up that goal. The place was rocking. You see the TIFO. We had the whole announcements of the lineups and everything and smoke and everything, the lights. And then we give up a goal in the fifth minute. And that is the last thing we need to do is we basically put gasoline on a fire for those guys because the that fan base is rowdy. Yeah, they were. And it didn't stop there. You know, they scored in the fifth and they and they mounted the pressure on and the in the first and second half despite going in at halftime 1-0. But you know they kept they kept the ball moving in the 14th minute. Uh, they had a ball slip through to Reyes who ripped one off the near post after a, a long big switch we, which we keep seeing teams doing against us as a way to beat that press and, and kind of disjoint us. Unfortunately, um, in the 23rd, Quinones again was not marked the back post as Akil was trying to get back, uh, hit a header just off the outside of the post. We saw Fidalgo, their attacking midfielder, just put the dance moves on around most of the base of our midfield and our center backs. I mean, he looked like a little mini Messi at the time, just dancing around everyone. Like no one could come close to him, and he missed, scuffed that ball just wide. He looked pissed coming off uh, the water hydration break. I don't know how he didn't score that. It was just him and Berkey. And it, it, that's just a little dink. You can just ride on the outside foot, and he just he missed it by like two yards too. I was kind of surprised. Yeah, that one would have definitely hurt in the twenty six. Headed one on the thirty first is kind of a low light for us. We don't talk, we don't have a whole lot of low lights for specific on our team, but yeah, India had a free kick top at eighteen. Just wasn't good enough, and he looked a little hurt after that too. And I was just—he looked a little off. I think he did yeah. have a couple of those rips, but that was a little bit of a low light there. Um, 49th Parker had a loose touch, which leads to a chance for them, and that's one thing that we definitely cannot have. We got to be very sharp in the back end. Parker can be—I think he has like one mistake a game that kind of yeah. leads to a chance, and we just need to clean those up a little bit. But then comes the goal in the 51st. So 
It was a short corner. They played it short, and then they whip it into the near post. And Quinones was right there. It looked like he almost got his head on it. So I had to watch the replay a couple times, and he slipped right between Watson Parker. And, like, it's decent, good, decently good marking there. But it was just right, and it was a curler in. And even Taylor Twelman said on um, on the broadcast that goalies absolutely hate in-swingers. And this thing was coming in, and it bounced pretty much at Berkey's feet. He tried to make, like, a quick kick save because I think he thought Quinones was going to get ahead on it, so he's trying to stay up. It was tough. I don't think there's anything that you can really do on Roman for that one. I wouldn't I wouldn't fault Roman for that. I would have said two things in this one constructively. One, on the short corner, you've got to be quicker to close down that that second that cross coming in. If they're going to play that short pass, you've got to have a guy on red alert waiting for them to take that short corner cuz I'm sure they, this is not the first time they've ever taken a short corner. Um, secondly, the the marking the marking on, on on the cross in. I don't know if it's Parker or if it's Akil Watts or who it is, but someone's got to pick up the man and get goal side and get body to body on him because he slipped right in between them and, and great on him. That is a forwards mindset to know where they are and to be positionally aware and to squeeze right into the spot where they not where they're not. But we've got to be better. We've just got to be better on that. That's that's not that, that's set piece defending to me. Like that that's you got to be better. And that absolutely took the wind out of our sails. They scored three minutes later in the 54th. Parker was 1v1. He actually wins it, and it was just unlucky. Hebert was tracking back to help, and it actually goes off of Hebert and then sends in, who was it, Alvarez, to do a 1v1 with Roman. He could have even dropped it to Quinones because Quinones was the ball that played the ball into Alvarez. Or into Alvarez yeah, and then uh, Josh did not stay with Quinones, so it was basically a two-on-one, but he took it himself, had a good finish on the right side. So, again, nothing really Rome can do there either. But 75th. Uh, big takeaway, Stroud falls on his own feet. Oh, wait, sorry. Is this the one? No, but Stroud, yeah? Fa- yeah, yeah, this is it. Falls on his own. Basically, we talked about this with Nate Lucas uh, after a perfect uh, ball from Lubin and the goalie kind of taunts him there. I mean, I've been there hundreds of times. It's it's a little bit embarrassing, but yeah, it would have been nice to take one back there and get a little uh, little life. It was a great chance. He was in. He, it was close range. He's a guy that's definitely putting that away. And that, that to me, just kind of signified the night, honestly, a little bit. It was just things weren't clicking for us. They were going exceptionally well for Club America, who didn't need any help from the soccer gods whatsoever. And it just kind of felt like that was the vibe. I mean, that that you said that second goal took the win out of our sails. That was a kick in the nuts. I mean, that was just like, oh, my God, here, here we go. And then the 54th minute with their third, with the unlucky, it's like, okay, you know, it, it, I think it's just what where we're headed with this one. And finally... They were done on the board in the 77th. Um, they had a heavy overlap on the left side, isolated Bartlett, slotted a pass across the middle, and Zendejas, the American, is there with the tidy finish to, to slip it into the corner for the 4-0. And, and thanks for coming. Club America heads home very happy, and and we and we had home sad. But I, I think not in a way where regrettable that we, we should have won that game, we should have done better with that. I just – that would, they were the better team on the night. They – they exhaustively reserved that result, uh, deserved that result. And it honestly could have been worse in, in many cases. So generally, I wanted to wrap it up here with things constructive look forward on. Long balls are continually becoming an issue for us over the top for speedy forwards. Teams that have a speedy dynamic forward up top that that is good with, on quality, can handle, can take their touches, can put it away, have proven consistent problems for us. Uh, last night, we had zero verticality going forward. We did not have an option for someone to hold the ball. Nico couldn't do it. We couldn't find Aziel Jackson to save our lives. Even with the dinner end coming on, didn't get that much better. 
press didn't work as much last night either. We couldn't really force anything because club was so confident in their possession. They could just knock the ball around. It looked like uh, I saw Jack, uh, who we saw at the game, was DMing me on Twitter. He said that they looked like you know prime age Barcelona out there, just tiki taka knocking it around us, doing the Olay chance. It didn't feel good. I, I, it really did not feel good being beat that badly by a team. But they, I'm just telling you, Club America, people downplayed them. Even me, we might have downplayed them a little bit. But they, if they're going to play like that, there's no reason why they shouldn't go far in this tournament. I would agree. The only thing I think that it, I still, I, their defense looks a little shaky, just in the fact that, like, I know we didn't create a lot of chances, but I'm not this. And I just think we didn't create them. I don't think it was their defense that stopped them. And yes, their goalie had some good saves, but I mean, nothing like it kind of like just get your body in front of it, as we talked about. Nothing like we see with Roman. So, I don't know. They have so they'll play club or sorry, they'll play Columbus on Monday nights to see who wins the group. But obviously, they're both already through. So we'll see how that one goes. Uh, moment of the game. It was after the game for me, Jake. It was our selfie with Lubin. So I got a picture with him, and then he walked over, and you were taking a selfie with him, and I got in the back of that. So yeah, um, it's just good to be down on the field. We can do player ratings I, if you'd like to. I'm skipping it. I, I, player ratings. No one played a good game last night. I, I'm not, I wouldn't even say it. no one played a good game last night. There was a bunch of average and i wouldn't even say like bad performances as much as they were just better than all of our players like every one of their starting 11 could have replaced our starting 11 last night no one blew me out of the water in in that game um so i'll say that i would say go ahead ahead. i was gonna say celio celio is my only bright spot i thought that he played really well um coming off the bench and giving us a little bit of a spark plug i hate I hate that foot mob has Berkey as a 4.4. I think that's the lowest we've seen any player rated on this. What? Tell me what Berkey did wrong. Yeah, I just think the goals obviously just count against the score, but like I don't think he could have done much on any of those personally. No. Um, yeah. I, I want to make a quick point, Justin, though, on the Leuven thing. Even after those losses, and I, the point's been made before, I do appreciate the support that the fans stick around, you know, clap everyone off. And and then the team as well, making the round, making the lap, saying hi to fans, giving jerseys away, making kids days, making our days as well uh, with, with, with those tickets. It was cool. It, you know, Leuven doing the lap, obviously just took a, a lashing from Club America, played the full 90, you know, probably not too happy with the result. And he's smiling. He's doing pictures. He, he's, he's, he's appreciating the fans that paid money to come out and see him. And I, that that's, not something that you can just expect of everyone that plays at your club. And I think it just takes a a, a leader to do things like that. And, and it honestly, it just feels like that's the culture of the club that's been created. Absolutely. That's absolute class from him. And I'd love to see it. He, I mean, I just, he was walking off and I said, Hey, you do, can I get a picture? And he walked over to me and I was like, that is, I, I thought I had maybe a 1% chance. I was like, this guy's not going to want to take a picture with another grown man, but I was a child last night. I think just, I was just extremely happy to be there. So I was happy that he came over. So thank you very much for that. You do. Uh, going into predictions and Grahamer reviews. So we both predicted wins. You predicted 2-1. I predicted 3-1. Obviously not what we were looking for there. Did not – did you place any bets? I didn't place any bets because I was waiting for the lineup to make sure that we were actually going full tilt, and we did um, without Blum. Uh, but I was trying to make bets live. Those didn't go through, so I'm happy that they didn't because nothing would have hit. So next up is where do we go from here? Uh, technically nowhere, I guess. If you, Like we're already home. We're not doing anything for the next 20-plus days. So – we have a little bit of a break midseason. I'm trying to think. We were talking about this on 590, like a training camp, essentially. Like, you don't want to just be practicing against yourself until August 20th. So, would like to see if we can sneak in a little scrimmage here or there. Some of the other teams that have gotten knocked out or are going to get knocked out. Um, but this is a good time for guys to get their legs back under them. I know we already talked about Nilsson is going to be on City 2 against LAFC. And that 
Hopefully, Joao will be coming back soon. And a lot of guys that have been playing a lot of these heavy minutes, like Leuven, he'll be fully ready to come back and all of that. So having this break will be nice in that sense, but we need to stay sharp. Yeah, it's it's definitely a double-edged sword. It, whatever the narrative is, it's going to depend on how we come back into play because the narrative before this was, you know, guys are getting leggy, guys are getting tired, they're not putting the best performances out there. The narrative post this break will be, well, you know, we didn't have competitive games. And so we lost our luster. We lost our competitive edge and and the momentum we had. So for me, I just hope it's somewhere in the middle where we maintain some level of break and, and time for these guys to recover. Injuries, hopefully get them over the line, get them blooded back into minutes. Maybe City 2 gets leveraged in a different way now to, to get some guys some competitive minutes. And I do, like you said, hope hopefully other you know other teams getting eliminated, eliminated. I would love to mix in some friendlies. And I'm sure they'll want the same thing. So Hoping we stay active. Definitely don't want to just stall here because we've got a big run in uh, to head into. So optimistic still. Uh, got a lot of games coming up here for the club, but none until the 20th of August. So almost a month from now. So bummer. But you know what? Hopefully, ultimately, we look back at this and say it paid off because we got rested and we got healthy for the final run in. Yeah, absolutely. Now, let's say so going on with this, we're still going to cover it. The League's Cup will have an episode here or there, but. Group stage uh, ends on Monday, July 31st. Then you have round of 32, round of 16, quarterfinals. Semifinals are August 15th, um, and then the final is August 19th, so the day before we play Austin. Would love – would they move our game if Austin makes it to the final? I have no idea. That, that, that feels I hope weird. Austin makes it to the final. Yeah. yeah. I mean, honestly, I kind of hope some of our, uh, some of our uh, other teams that are in our conference are kind of make it a little bit far, make a run, and get a little leggy. So maybe there's yeah. some teams we root for there. I will say, Jake, you mentioned City too, so – they have three games before we play Austin. What if we like just throw some boys back out there like last yeah, year and shoot them it. up the rate up the standings and just go for it? Yeah. I mean, and not not just a bad like City Twos are just fine in their middle of the pack right now. But I mean, for some of the guys that haven't been get a ton of minutes, like I would I mean, I'm trying to even think who I'd want out there. You could throw you put like Ostrock down there, just get him a little bit more time, maybe Sam just to give him some more minutes before Thorson comes in. So Nelson Nelson's, Nelson's getting minutes Nelson's there. We getting minutes already. Turn. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Um, so quickly before we kind of wrap all this up, I did want to give everybody a U.S. Women's National Team World Cup update. So we played Vietnam in the first game last week. We won three to nothing. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. And then we just played the Netherlands. Uh, drew one to one. It was the rematch from the 2019 World Cup final. Netherlands scored in the 17th minute. Jake, this fact was nuts to me. It's the first time since 2011 quarterfinals that Team USA has trailed in a World Cup game. That is, that, that is 12 years. That is absurd. We actually rallied back in the 62nd, which a goal that actually gave me the chills, and I just got chills a little bit again. Lindsay Horan, so she got fouled on the sideline from, uh, oh, I have it, Danielle Vandendonk. Hell of a name as well. Um, and so they're actually teammates on Club Lyon, um, and when they're doing their club stuff, and so she fouled her really hard. Horan gets up and like walks, and they, they get we get a corner out of it. Walks up to the corner, goes up to Van the Donk and shoves her. And then the ref separates them. Like, oh, this is it. That's why I texted you and the boys. I was like, that's it. That's the moment. Yeah, we're turning this on. Hits the corner. Horan finishes it. It was just storybook right there. I was like, oh, we have this now. Then only five minutes later, Alex Morgan scores. But she was offsides. And I think right there, that kind of cut the legs out from under us and we ended up getting a tie. So not exactly what we were looking for originally. No, no. But as much as I, I to me, it's better now that they're getting punched in the mouth in the group stage than facing that adversity for the first time in a knockout game for me. Because 
Netherlands are a good team. They definitely closed that gap. Obviously, we played them in the 2019 final. So they're a great team, going to pose a big challenge to us. I think it's a unique advantage to play them this early on and experience what it feels like to have that adversity and to play against a team that's, you know, pretty close in parity to you. So it could end up being a luxury for for them. But I don't think anyone saw that coming, that we were going to be, you know, down uh, against anyone in the group stage. So ultimately, it could be a good thing. No, I completely agree. It's one of those... You already mentioned that Netherlands closing the gap. There's a couple teams closing the gap. This is going to be the hardest World Cup for us, and it's almost a transition for us, right? I think when you're looking like Alex Morgan, Megan Rapinoe, and some of these some of these ladies that are kind of starting to get on the more experienced side, I will not say that they are getting old. Uh, and then we have a lot of the young guns coming in that are like literally teenagers. So it's yeah. it's a crossover for us. So I think it's good. We're getting the experience. The locker room vibes are going to be high. So just where we're at in the standings, like now, what do we do? Then we tied Netherlands. We're first in the standings, technically. We have four points, so does Netherlands. But we have a plus three goal differential. They only have plus one. Portugal beat Vietnam, so they have three points as well. Uh, or three points while we have both at four. So what happens? Top two teams get out, obviously. For us to advance, we if we win or draw against Portugal, we're through. Um, and then, or um, if Vietnam upsets the Netherlands and we maintain that goal differential over the Dutch, then we're good there. For us to win the group is a win versus Portugal and Netherlands lost or draw against Vietnam or us by both winning and maintaining that uh, yeah. goal differential there. So I think it's one thing to kind of look out for. Unfortunately, I don't know if many people are going to be watching this game. It's on Tuesday at 2 a.m. on Fox or the Fox Sports app. So uh, I will be catching the recap on SportsCenter in the morning. Yeah. What? Why? Like, it's the last group game. Did they just assume we were going to not have anything to play for at that stage? It's unfortunate that that's the way it is especially in the home in the home country here but is what it is i'm sure the girls Dude, will get i don't done. think i don't think we're going to be able to watch many of the games period i'm pretty sure like the quarters the semis and the finals are like at like three or five a.m i'll look it up but i swear it's like it's not looking good from a viewership standpoint and if i mean if we get to the semis or the finals i'll be setting an yeah. alarm i don't care if it's 2 a.m on a wednesday but it's just we'll make something work we'll make something Absolutely. work Ooh, live showing? Who wants to watch us at 2 a.m.? <laughs> we got one one listener. It's like your mom out there. Out there. <laughs> yeah, it's Maggie. Maggie and Will. Um, well, that, that's all we have for you all today. A little bit of a dual episode with mostly City and League's Cup, followed by Women's World Cup, which is looking up for the women in the red, white, and blue. Uh, we've got some really exciting stuff on the horizon for you all. I know, I feel like we always say that, but we actually really do now. Uh, we've had some <laughs> announcements recently. So uh, be on the lookout for, sort of for some announcements, some big news coming up here. But otherwise from us, going to be a little bit different probably next couple of weeks. Uh, for us, probably looking at maybe one or so episodes. Let us know if you guys want us to talk about something specific. We've gotten some good listener questions that we haven't been able to get to recently that we will have time for now. Thinking about like doing a full depth chart review, looking at gaps, seeing where we can maybe use some reinforcements and just kind of reviewing season as a whole. What's needed from the final 11 games. So stuff like that. Let us know if there is topics, questions, concerns, things you want us to debate on or, or cover in a, in a live podcast. Probably we'll be doing the next couple of live just to get some engagement, get you all in here and, and building our community as well. So uh, we do appreciate you all, all for listening. Uh, again, shout out to Jack and all of our listeners. Uh, we appreciate you all of you, each and every one of you, and all the support that you give us. So uh, keep that up and uh, stay cool out there, St. Louis. Oh, my God. It's just abysmal out here. It's stepping out into a sauna. Hop into a pool, or if you can't get to a pool, get to the pitch. It was packed again last night. Had a nice frozen Irish coffee before we went into our nice seats. 
You can go to Series 6, get some nice apparel. If you're sweating through all your other stuff, 15% off using ball watching as a code. Or you can get 20% off soul juice. That's how you stay hydrated and get 20% off and using online uh, the code ball watching. Or you can get it in Deerberg as well. So stay cool out there, St. Louis, and uh, enjoy the weekend. Enjoy the weekend, everyone. Head up. We're heading to the final run-in, and it's going to be a good ride. Things are looking up for this club despite uh, that result. So, everyone, be optimistic and enjoy the weekend. We will catch you all next week. For now, ball watching out. Thank you. Thank you.